I don't know if we worry about the magic in today's days. No. Well, now I know every time I walk by a loaf of bread. No, you should pick it up. That was in the Gemara's times. I would say what nowadays. Are you saying something about your owner about his loaves of bread? What? <laughs> are you saying anything magical about the loaves of bread that they sell? No, I think he's saying it's it's good stuff. Okay. Sure, it's looking good. All right, so let's get started. We're starting Daf Samachet, the bottom of the page of Samach Dalud, last line, last uh, line. Amar Rav Sheshes Mishum Rav Blazer Ben Azari Rav Sheshes said the name of Rav Blazer Ben Azari Yochalani Lifters Kol Olam Kula Min Adin Miyom Shachar Besamikdash Farachshav From the time of the destruction of the Temple till nowadays, I have the I have a, a, a reason, a, an excuse for their misbehaviors that they should not be punished. Okay, how that sounds pretty impressive. That's very nice of him. So what is that? Shenema, as the verse says, Listen to me, the poor, poor woman who is drunk, but not from wine. So in other words, the suffering that the Jewish people are suffering in exile, it's the same as being drunk. Now, just like a drunk person is basically incapable of doing certain things, so therefore, we're also free from these issues. Okay, and therefore we're not going to be punished. So basically the problem is, is that simply not true. Shikor, somebody who's drunk, if he makes a purchase or a sale, it's considered a valid sale. If he has a, did a, committed a death penalty, also um, uh, they'll give him a death penalty. There's no excuse when you're drunk that you did something uh, death penalty, um, right? The guy says he was drunk driving me, has Fashon killed somebody. He can't say, well, uh, you can't fault me, I was drunk at the time. <laughs> Sorry, you're Chayv Misa, okay? That's the same exact, that's not a, that's not a heter. Malchus, if it's, he did something that's Chayv Malchus, Malkin also, he gets Malchus. Klolashotavah, the bottom line rule is, Ha'areu kibikech v'choldavar, he's considered of sound mind, like, for all matters. The only thing that a shikar is exempt from, uh, is that he is not obligated in prayer. Okay, he's potter from tefillah, because he can't pray, he's shikar. Now, my, so the so Gemara says, you know what, that's what Rebbe Lazar ben Azariah actually meant. That, uh, so basically, anybody who missed davening, he could, uh, he'll chalk it up to the excuse, because he was drunk. Okay. Shikar is velomiyayin. Okay, couldn't concentrate, couldn't daven, and that's considered a valid excuse. Now, Amar Rav Chanina, lo shanu elosh lo yigilish shalot. This thing that we said that when you're drunk, you're obligated and you're considered bekev chol davar. That's only if you have not yet achieved the drunkenness of lot. Avle gilish shalot. But if you achieve the drunkenness that lot achieved, which was a whole different level where you completely have zero awareness of your surroundings. That's a very, very different experience. That's much, much more. Then, then you're not going to be obligated in anything because you really have no um, sense about you in that, in, when you're that drunk. Anyway, um, of course, how you let yourself to get that way is itself a, a concern, but, it's, but you're saying you're, 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 whatever your actions are, that it's not you in the, doing those actions. Okay. Now, Amar Rabchanina. 
So Rabchanina says, "Call a mafik mage in b'shas gaiva sogrin v'chos mitzoras bavu." Shenemar gava fike miganim sigor chosim tsar. Now, what does that mean? We're saying if you refuse to say or don't hold back, pass over from mentioning the Magen Avram, which is Davening Shmonesrei, while you're Bishaz Gaiva in a time when you're drunk, that itself protects you. The with refraining from Davening will protect you from sorrows, okay, from bad things. And that's what this Pasuk is saying. Now, my Mashmadai Apik Lishna Davuri, we see in the word Apik that it's like passing over. The Pasuk says, Achi Bogdu Kemo Nachal, so you see, um, like the, using the word Yavoru, passing over, it's like passing over Davani. Yeah, question. Yes. It says, if he bypasses prayer at the time of intoxication, from heaven, they continue to see all the troubles which could have occurred to him. What does that mean? If he didn't refrain and he did pray, what would have happened to him? Then, then, then there's nothing. Bad things, really bad things can happen to you, right? This protects you against the bad things from happening. Which sounds like if you don't, if you did daven in the state where you shouldn't have daven, then it messes up. Rabbi Yochanan Amar Kol Sheino Mapik Itmar. You have to say anybody who does not mapik, um, which means the opposite, which means that he's not expressing tefillah. Okay. And my mashmat, I'm apik lishan digluye. We already see that the word apik means to reveal, to pray. Which is, he sees the um, the afike mayim, the, the, the depths of the waters. The, um, anyway, the point is, vayiglu um, mostos, tevel. So um, the bottom line is, he's not arguing in the concept, which is basically saying if you. You, it also, he's saying, means if you don't daven while drunk, then you'll be protected. But he's explaining the word in a different way. One is saying the word apik means to pass over from davening. The other one says that he is, uh, that he is not davening. Okay? So the question is this. The psukim can be read both ways. What is the practical difference between the two interpretations? So you can benayu the Rav Sheshes. Difference will be like Rav Sheshes. The Rav Sheshes, Moser Shinase Lishma Shamei. Rav Sheshes, when he was, uh, when he felt he was incapable of davening, if he had too much to drink, so he would tell his servant to wake him up, you know, in time to daven. In other words, let him sleep a little bit and then wake up in middle, um, so that he'll he won't pass up davening. Mar Isli Rav Sheshes, Mar Lesli Rav Sheshes. One opinion is that uh, Rav Sheshis is doing the right thing to wake himself up early. And the other one says, no, you should have let him sleep and, um, and only when you wake up on your own, that's, when, that's the sign that, you're, that, the, that the wine has passed. And those are the two versions. Okay, according to Rashi, um, um, just let me sleep a little bit is what he said. And when it's time to daven, you'll wake me up. So according to Rav Chanin, says that it means avure. So then he disagrees with Rav Sheshes because you have to pass over sleeping. Meaning, wait, you, you wouldn't be allowed to daven until you wake up on your own. Uh, according to the second version, 
it's um, it's only if you're you know if you if you took a little bit of a nap that would be good enough. Okay, next. Thing. Anybody who does not have a calmness of mind, don't better not to daven. Meaning, if he's too disturbed to concentrate, he shouldn't daven. Um, and um, uh, you, 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 you say when you're in suffering, when you're, uh, which means, um, by the way, um, Rashi couldn't find this pasuk. Okay. I checked everywhere, he says. I have no idea where this Pasuk is. And um, we do not have uh, this Pasuk in Tanakh. So Rashi says, maybe it's somewhere in Ben Apparently he, Rashi did not have a full text of Ben Sira. He didn't search it there. But uh, fascinating quote. But he's saying, it's a saying. Okay? In a, ta- in a day when it was in an angry day, okay, you would not daven. Amar Batar al he said, if it says that there's this idea, Marukva Biyomidishusa, when there's like a, a, when there's a very strong wind coming, he wouldn't go judge. Okay, Amar Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman says, Hilchasa Baitzilusa Kiyomidistana, you need clarity. Uh, with a of mind, in order to issue rulings. Okay, Amar Bai Bai says, "Yamar li'aim karav kudcha leitenai." If my mom tells me I want you to bring, you know, go get, you know, pick up something from the store or whatever it is, I couldn't really learn properly because it distracts me from my learning. Amar Rava, ikratzten kina. If a mosquito bites me, kinas are not a mosquito, whatever, of lice. Right, Lotanai, I couldn't learn. In other words, all these little distractions, they take one's mind away from fully focusing on, on their learning. See how concentrated you have to be, because these are great people that can sit down and learn. Right, things. exactly. If even Small for them. Things. Right, can you imagine us? Exactly. Ravina, his mother was concerned about lice. And therefore, she had seven separate sets of clothes, so that is to avoid a situation of lice. Okay, Amar of Ivri The night was created for Shinta, which I think it means sleep. Okay, not sure how they're translating it. Okay, Amar of Shem Lakish Ivri Sierra El Girsa. No, the moon is only created so that you can learn um, with the moonlight. So you should learn so at night. It, so you should learn day and night. Right. What does he say? Lishinta means learning sleep. Right? Sleep. Sleep. Right. Yeah. He said it's for sleep. So it's a machlokas, right? One says the night is so you should sleep. Rabbi Shimon Lakish says no. The moon is so you should learn. So they told Rabbi boy, you're sharp. Your learning is so so on the ball and so accurate. I'm a little That's because it's daytime learning. I'm learning with the day during the day. So the daughter of Chizda, don't you need to take a rest a little bit? You you push yourself so much that you're so tired. Amrullah, 
Um, now the the long and short day is going to come, and I'm gonna. I'll get plenty of sleep then. Okay, what does it mean the long and short day? It means the time. No, 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 no. It means after 120, when he dies, there's going to be a lot of time in the in the in the in the coffin, and not much to do. I'll catch up on the sleep then. But her going to be. I'll catch up on the sleep. If you are exposed, well, that's what he's saying. That's what I'm saying. There's two views here. Okay. That's what he's saying. There's two views. We're day laborers. Okay? That's what we are. We work during the day. Okay? Ravach Bar Yaakov, interesting, he had a set amount that he tried to accomplish every day, but sometimes his work took him to, and he wasn't able to do it. And that's when he would pay back in his nighttime and make sure to finish it. So in other words, whatever it is, he had a daf that he, uh, you know, a set amount of study that he tried to do every day. If he wasn't able to do it during the day, then he would do it at night and, and basically take away from his sleep in order to do it. Amr Blazar, Okay, um, I don't recommend you doing this. Somebody who travels, shouldn't daven, doesn't daven for three days because it takes three days till you're settled. Okay. So you see that until three days in a place, you know, you're not, you're not really able to fully concentrate. When he would travel, for three days he wouldn't shikra. If there was beer in the house, the smell affected him that it would get him drunk and he wouldn't daven in such a house. Rav Papa had no problem with the beer smell in the house. Of course, he was a, a beer, uh, he worked a pot. A fishy smell would mess him up. Okay? Anybody who um, that um, when, you know, that, that gets appeased when he has, uh, when, you know, after he's had some wine and he's, you know, and it effect, came, gave him some effect. And now he the, basically, and he's, he allowed himself to be appeased while having wine. That's like God. Hashem smelled the pleasant smell of the karbanos of, of Noyach. And he said, and he, and he, and he decided to um, say, I'm not going to destroy the world anymore. Now, somebody who his mind gets settled when he has some wine, and he doesn't basically spill the beans, okay, or like share any secrets. So, he has the special quality of the 70 elders. Because, the numerical value of the word yayin is in 70 letters, basically the numerical value of 70. The sod, and the word sod also is 70. Samach um, is 60. Vav and Dalin is 10, 70. So typically the wine comes in, the secret comes out, but if when you drink you're still um, in control, that's like you have the das of the 70 elders. The purpose of wine is to comfort the mourners and to uh, pay wages to the Rishon. 
Shenemer Tnu Shechel Oved, give uh, a beer to the uh, to the one who lost, um, who's suffering. Okay, beer meaning drink uh, something that gets him drunk, um, and uh, it refers to both the person who suffers a loss, and it also refers to the rishayim who are ruining themselves. And this way, they get their schar in olamazeh of having the pleasure of wine. How much wine do you have to drink? To what? How much wine are you talking about? The one who drinks his wine. And has a clear mind after, but how much wine? Like a shot, a cup. Right. It doesn't say. It doesn't say. Because there are people that can drink and still have a clear mind after. Yeah, so, so it, it doesn't say. How much you drink. Right. It doesn't mess up his mind. I don't know. You, I think if it doesn't, it doesn't. I don't know. Amr of Khan Bar Papa, Nishbach, Bisok Beso. If wine doesn't flow through his house, Kamayim, like water, then he hasn't really hit full level of blessing. Okay? Just like bread means something that you could purchase with miser money. So to water means not water, but something that you could buy with your miser sheni money. Which is yayin. So it's wine, really, but it's being referred to as water. Because we're saying, it's basically as plentiful as water and it just like flows freely. So there's like uh, no limit of the wine. Um, that is the um, Kabracha, that's a level called a, of Bracha. Below, otherwise, not. It's not like they're recommending to have wine in the house to share with everyone. That's what he's... That, no, it's saying that consider, what's considered bracha is when it's so much wine that it flows so freely. That it means that you have no worries about... About, uh, about uh, allowing people... The finances to of, of, of how expensive the wine is. So that's a level of wealth. That's what he's saying. Right. This is a very famous idea. There are three ways that a person is recognizable. That you can be koso in his cup of wine. How he how he act behaves when he's drunk. Uvkiso, how he behaves when it comes to his wallet, his money. Uvkaso, and when he's angry, when you get him angry and you see him, that's also. That's next. Others put in not only kaso, kiso koso kaso, and others also put in schako when he's laughing, when he's joking, when he's lighthearted. That's also when you see the truth of the person. That's where you find out what the person really is about. Okay, and with that, going back to our story, that's the end of the Agatha section. And now we're moving back to our topic of Erevin. Okay. If you have a Jew and a Gentile in the inner area, so in other words, it's like a courtyard within a courtyard. So the inner courtyard has one Jew and one Gentile, and also have a Jew in the outer courtyard. So what's the deal? How do we deal with this? That's Rav Yudas and Rav. So the story came before Rabbi Vasar, and he says that is a problem. But if also says that's a problem. You got to deal with the Gentile. Now, so Yosef, Rabbi Yosef, so Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef were sitting, Bishli Pirkei, the Rav Sheshes, 
and the shear of Rav Sheshes, V'yasev Rav Sheshes Kamar, and Rav Sheshes was sitting and saying over, Keman Amr Rav Lashmaitei, when Rav said this halacha, whose opinion was he going in? Ki Rebbe Meir. He's going with Rebbe Meir's opinion, where one Gentile and one Jew is a problem, and has to be dealt with. And that's why it's a concern. Kirkish Rabba Reishes. So Rabba nodded his head, saying, yes, that makes a lot of sense. And Amr Rav Yosef, and Rav Yosef says, how can that be that Rav Sheshis and Rabbah are both saying this? Trey Gavri Ravravi, two great men, Karabanan, like these rabbis, lit to buy milk. How can they make a mistake that's an egregious error to think that this statement is in Rabbi, that Rebbe's talking in Rabbi, in Rabbi Meir's opinion? It's not true. Iker Meir, if it was Rabbi Meir's opinion, why would they make the case with the Israel in the outer courtyard? Obviously, this is going in the other opinion. Okay? Because according to Rabbi Meir, even if you just have a single courtyard with it, one Jew and one Gentile, you're not allowed to carry until you rent space from the Gentile, right? Rent the rights to, from the Gentile. So, wh- so why do we, what's it relevant, the fact that there's another Jew in the outer courtyard? Obviously, it has nothing to do with it. So, maybe that's just the story. It has nothing to do with it. It's just a case. They asked Rav a question. What about the person in the inner courtyard just to carry in the inner courtyard? Is that allowed or not? says, Of course he could. Sounds very clearly that we're, that we're, that we're not going with Rebbe, we're going with Rebbe Lezer ben Yaakov. So, Varmelan Mutter. So, Elamaik, Rebbelez Yaakov. So, what's the answer? We're going with Rebbelez or Yaakov? Then why is it a problem? Ha'amar, Ajiu, Shnei Yisraelim, Osrin, Zelzeh. The two Yisraelim have to answer to each other. They're not really answer to each other because since the inner courtyard is a standalone courtyard and the outer courtyard is, is, is the outer courtyard, he can sort of um, carry in the outer courtyard by himself. So, what's the problem? Elak Rebekiva. It must be that we're going with not with not Remeir, not Rebbe Yisrael Yaakov, but Rebbe Kiva. Dama regal amuteres bimkoma, a foot that is permitted in its own place, oseres shalobim can create prohibition when it's not in its place. So, in other words, in order for the Yisrael and the outer one to carry, since the Yisrael who is in the inner courtyard, um, even though he's permitted to carry in his own courtyard. But he, since he has use of the outer courtyard, he also, the person in the outer courtyard has to make arrangements with the person from the inner courtyard to, um, for, for an Erev, in order for him to carry in the outer courtyard, because he has a right to use the outer courtyard, because he's locked in, okay? And that's, that's Rabbi Akiva's sheet, and we're going with Rabbi Akiva over here. Um, so then forget the leave the Gentile out of it the Gentile living with the, the that, that also has nothing to do with the case the Gentile that's with the Jew in the inside is nothing to do with the story if there's a Jew in the inner courtyard and a Jew in the outer courtyard in order for the Jew in the outer courtyard to carry he needs to make an error with the Jew in the inner courtyard so so I feel Yisrael Nami we're going with both Rabbi Yisrael ben Yaakov and Rabbi Kiva. We're talking about where the person from the inner courtyard with the person from the outer courtyard did make an Erev. And now the guy is what's creating the problem, the Gentile. 
There's a Gentile here, the Asr, that's what's making it prohibited. But if there is no Gentile, then it would be fine with our Arab. But that's the idea that they'll have to deal with the Gentile by renting the, his rights to the property, to the public area. Now, Okay, what about this case? What if you have a, only a Jew on the inner courtyard and a, and a single Jew and a Gentile in the outer courtyard? Ma, what's the halacha over there? Okay, why is this, what's the relevant? In the case where the Jew with the Gentile is in the inner courtyard and another Jew on the outer courtyard, so that's where a Jew would be willing to live. Why? Because the Jew from the outer courtyard is going to come knock on the door or walk into the inner courtyard to check on his friend, the Jew, and he's going to say, where's that Jew? And he can't say anything. He's like, uh, he'll be caught red-handed. Because if he has, does anything wrong, he says, I would have seen him if he came out into the courtyard because there's only one way out near my house. He didn't come out, so he can't make up any story. So therefore, he's not going to attack him. And therefore, the Jew feels comfortable to live with another Gentile in that circumstance, which was the whole purpose of the reason why we have an issue with a Jew and a Gentile when there's two Jews and a Gentile. So that scenario is very applicable. Demir says, Nachri, he's afraid, and he'll say, Hashtas Yisrael, any moment the Jew will come. Where's, where's the, other, the Jew that lives with you? How come I can't find him? What's going to say? I buried him in the backyard. It's going to get in trouble. So, what? The point being is right. The, I locked him up in the woodshed. What's going on? The point being is, is that he'll get caught. Haval hacha, but over here he has a much easier excuse. If the Jew and the Gentile is in the outer courtyard, and there's another Jew on the inner courtyard by himself, well, when he comes out and he says, "Where's my friend, the other Jew?" What's he going to say? What do you mean? He's gone. He went, I don't know. He went shopping. You know, he's just not here. I mean, you can, it's an easier excuse. The guy in the inner courtyard can't say he's gone. He went shopping because he would have seen him. But the guy in the outer courtyard can say, "What do you mean? You were inside. He walked out and went to the public. What do you want for my life?" Okay. So also lay. So, nafakazali. So, odilmo, or maybe on the other hand, hachinami mercies, he's still afraid. Why does suffer? Hachdas Yisrael, vachazili. I'm going to be doing what he may catch me red handed while I'm doing it. And maybe he's also going to be careful. He's going to be afraid to do it because he could walk out at any moment and catch him in the act. Uh, you're right. If, he, if he's not caught in the act, he has a great excuse. But if he's caught in the act, he may be scared of that. Give the wise man some information and he'll figure out the rest. And basically he's going to say in either case, um, just like over there it's prohibited, so to over here it's prohibited. So the answer is, he's, he's, um, he, a Jew will feel comfortable when there's another Jew, whether in the inner courtyard or in the outer courtyard. Okay. They always have those problems with adultery. Right? They're so afraid of him killing them. Then why don't they both just team up and kill him? No, as long as he's afraid to kill, we're okay. Okay. Now, Reish so Reish and the students of Reb Chanina, they came to, uh, they came to uh, an inn, a, a, a hotel. Okay. 
Have Socher. Have a So it was basically a, 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 like a like an apartment complex, basically. And the rent person, the Gentile who rents one of the units, happened to have not been there. And everyone who rents units has, and he wants to be able to carry in the public area. But the landlord was there. Okay. Amru, so they said, can we go directly to the landlord to make a deal with him and say, can we pay for the rights to the public area? You follow the question. Okay. If the, the landlord has no rights to get rid of the guy, so then, meaning the guy has a... Um, has a contract or something that you know grants him the right. So then, no to Bayulach, the question doesn't even start. The low Grina, he, he bottom line is he he you know, he cannot. The guy, the landlord has a has a right. It's in the contract that any moment he can just say, you know, I changed my mind. Here's your money. Goodbye. Right? He can kick him out. In that circumstance, Mike, what's the deal? Given the Matzimaslik. Agrina, I could pay, I could rent this space from him. Oh, Delmoor, on the other hand, but I didn't get rid, he didn't yet get rid of him. He's still there as a renter and still has the rights to it. Amrlan Reish Lakish, Niskar, let's, I don't know what to do, but it's a good suffix. Let's try it out. We'll rent it out from, we'll pay the landlord the money to, for the rights. And when we get to our rabbis in the south, Nishalan, if that was the right thing to do or not. Also, they asked, Good move, it works. You basically, you could, always, you could go to the higher up, and that works. Okay? Another story. They came to an inn. The Asanachri. Married the Pundak Peshabata. And the Gentile owner of the Pundak, they already know that you could go directly to the owner, he's coming on Shabbos. Amru, they said, uh, can we do it, make the deal on Shabbos with him? You know, like get the rights on Shabbos. Um, do we say Schirus is like in making an Erev? Then, then if that's the case, I'm only allowed to do so from before Shabbos. And this is on Shabbos, so it's no good. Or maybe Sokher is like being a Mevatel Rishos. And just like Bittel Rishos works even on Shabbos, so too, Avsokher also works on, even on Shabbos. So Rabbi says we should rent on Shabbos. Ravasi Amar Lo Nisker we should not. Amar Lo Rebchir Baba Nismach Adiv Zaken V'Nisker. Let's rely on Reb Chinnah Bar Yosef and do it. V'Asu Shalal Reb Yochanan. Then we'll go ask Reb Yochanan. And Amar Lehen Yafasisim Shizkartem. That was the right move. In other words, we're also makel over here as well that you can do, even take care of such a thing on Shabbos, and then you would be allowed to carry. So we'll see more about this tomorrow, but that's the end of today's daf. A pleasure learning with everyone, and have a wonderful, wonderful day.